Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? Okay, this is going to be fun. This is going to be really fun. This is the first time I've ever done an episode like this. We're going to go down a rabbit hole live. Now, what does a rabbit hole mean? Okay, well, in, in modern day English, going down the rabbit hole basically means that you are going to start looking for information about a topic on the internet, and then you click on one thing, and it leads you to another thing, and it leads you to another thing, and etc. That's going down the rabbit hole, and all of a sudden you learned all this stuff that you didn't even intend to learn. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to go live right now. Well, not live, but um, I'm not recording this live, but I'm going to just do this right now. I'm going to go down this rabbit hole that I've been wanting to go down basically on Google and Wikipedia, right? Because there's this topic I've been wanting to learn a little bit more about since a friend told me about it. And what I'm going to do in this episode is just go down this rabbit hole with no preparation and explain what I find on this, because I think this would be a cool and entertaining thing to do. Okay. So the topic that I want to go down this rabbit hole on, and what I'm going to do is just click on, I've got this Wikipedia page pulled up. You know how on Wikipedia, when you're reading a Wikipedia page and then there'd be other links like the words in blue you can click on and it takes you to another page, et cetera, et cetera. So what I've got is I've got this Wikipedia page pulled up. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to start reading it. I'm going to read it to you guys as I go through it. And then I'm going to click on the links that I find interesting and just keep going down this rabbit hole and see where it leads me. And once again, this is unscripted. I have no idea where this goes, right? So let's do this. Okay. What is the topic that we're going down this rabbit hole on? The topic is this guy named Billy Meyer. Okay. And a friend of mine told me about him. It's actually a friend that I'm trying to get on the podcast as well, but he is a, a UFO guy, right? Like an alien spotter guy, right? So Billy Meyer is, is his name. And I've got this Wikipedia page pulled up here. I don't know anything about this guy, right? Billy Meyer. Billy Meyer is M-E-I-E-R. Apparently, according to my friend, because she's listened to Billy Meyer enough and followed him enough, she believes that aliens have to be real. And she's totally convinced. Now, I believe aliens are probably real. I do. I, I believe that. But she believes, no, it's it's 100% correct that aliens are real. And I'm like, well, how can you prove that? That's not fair. But anyway, so this Billy Meyer guy apparently is the reason that she thinks aliens are definitely for real. Okay, so let's read about this. So Billy Meyer, Edward, Edward, I wanted to say it in Spanish, Eduardo, Edward Albert Meyer, commonly nicknamed Billy, is the founder of a UFO religion. I love how they have a, what the heck is a UFO religion? So that's any religion in which the existence of extraterrestrial entities operating unidentified flying objects is an element of belief. Okay, so they, they believe this religiously, that these aliens have to be real, called the Whoo, it's in German. Okay, I guess this guy's like German or something. Oh, he's Swiss. Hmm. Okay, well, it's called something in Swiss language that I can't pronounce or German that I can't pronounce. The, in English, it's the Free Community of Interests for the Border and Spiritual Sciences 
and ufological studies. I did not know that was a thing. Ufological studies. Okay, so basically alleged contactee whose UFO photographs are claimed to show an alien spacecraft. Okay, Meyer claims to be in regular contact with extraterrestrial beings. He calls the, <laughs> what the, f he calls the Pleasuren, P-L-E-J-A-R-E-N. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. The Pleasuren, the Pleasuren. He also presented other material during the 1970s, such as metal samples, sound recordings, and film footage. What the heck does that have to do with aliens? Meyer claims to be the seventh reincarnation after six prophets common to Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Enoch, Elijah, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Emmanuel, Jesus, and Muhammad. So then I guess he's the seventh one. So Billy Meyer's the seventh. Are you sure, Billy? I don't know. There's a lot of people out there that, seem, that seem to think that they're like the seventh one in line, right? Yeah, maybe we're going to be like the eighth prophet since we're on Keep Talking podcast. Okay, so anyway, he is apparently in contact with these aliens, and he's also very important uh, and is a prophet or the reincarnation. I didn't know they were reincarnated, apparently. The seventh reincarnation, the rebirth of a prophet. But wait a minute, Jesus and Muhammad were the, is Muhammad supposed to be a reincarnation of Jesus? And who said that there was reincarnation in prophets? I mean, in the monotheistic religions like, you know, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, they don't believe in reincarnation. Who the heck wrote this Wikipedia page? I don't know. I got a lot of beef with this. A lot of beef with it means I got a lot of problems with this. Okay, so this guy speaks to aliens. He's the seventh coming of Jesus, if you want to put it that way. All right, so let's see. We don't care about where he was born, alleged extraterrestrial contacts. Okay, so claims that when was this when was this dude born let's see dude well, of course doesn't even have a birth date i suppose when you're the seventh coming of jesus you can just be born whenever you want apparently so anyway whatever his extraterrestrial encounters began in 1942 at the age of five okay so born in 1937 so if he's still alive which maybe he is he would be 84 he met an elderly pleasure man named Svath. 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 Frodo Baggins. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Look it up. After Sfat's death in 1953, Meyer said he began communicating with an extraterrestrial woman, though not a pleasurin. Ooh, not a pleasurin. Ooh, he was having some some foreign alien contact. Not to be confused with the aliens that are from his same pleasurin community or country. Anyway, this woman's name was called Asket. Ask it. Got a question. I'm about to ask you about it. Ask it. Ask a question. Okay. All contacts ceased in 1964. Blah, 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 blah. Then he met Semjays. All right. So he's apparently meeting a lot of these aliens. Well, where do we get the proof of this, right? Okay. Then he founded a nonprofit tax-paying organization based on his contacts. Blah, 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 blah. Photographs and films. Swiss countryside. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. List of alleged. Okay. So let me go down this rabbit hole here. So this is the first link I want to click. I want to click on the list of alleged extraterrestrial beings that have been reported in close encounters. Okay. So there's, here's the aliens. Esos son los extraterrestres que los humanos han visto supuestamente. Okay. So we got, oops, sorry. My, my headphones are going weird. The aliens are taking over. Crap. Oh no. Aliens have got my headphones. Okay. So why does this always happen in the middle of the podcast? All right. So the list of alleged extraterrestrial beings. 
Okay, so <laughs> the Flatwoods Monster. What the heck? Oh, and there you can even click this. This is great. <laughs> oh, man, I wish you all could see the photo of this. This is hilarious. Okay, okay. So, like, I'm, I'm two levels into the rabbit hole, and I didn't finish level one. But, so the Flatwoods Monster. <laughs> this is hilarious. Okay, also known as the Braxton County Monster or the Phantom of Flatwoods in West Virginia folklore. There it is. There it is. West Virginia folklore. I know most of our listeners are from outside of the U.S., but if you've ever been to the U.S., West Virginia is a place they talk about where um, there are a lot of communities that kind of like live up in the hills. They're kind of hillbillies, you know, live up in the countryside. Anyway, so West Virginia folklore just makes me think about that, you know. You're driving through along the highway and then all of a sudden you just you, you pull up alongside of the road and you're like oh my god there's a freaking mountain there and i don't see another piece of civilization for another 100 miles and if we get out of this car right now we are gonna die do not stop the car okay so west virginia folklore believe me i've been on those roads so apparently this flatwoods monster <laughs> which the artist's impression of the flatwoods monster is hilarious so it's like this this devil-looking woman with in this like a black dress with red eyes and like a spiky feathered hair or hood top of something on top of her head. It appears to be. I don't. You know, I, I'm surprised it's a woman actually because normally when you hear Flatwoods monster, you would think of of a a man creature, a male creature, a male monster. Anyway, so we got the Flatwoods monster, um, and it just looks hilarious according to the artist's depiction. And then they've got the spot in West Virginia where it apparently happened. Okay, so that's where it is. It's Flatwoods, West Virginia. Flatwoods, West Virginia. Now, apparently, let's see, what happened is... In Braxton County, West Virginia, United States, on September 12th, 1952. Oh, what? That is my dad's birthday, not his actual birthday. That's four years before he was born. So he was born on the fourth anniversary of the Flatwoods Monster sighting, I guess. Anyway, man, I got to get this headphone figured out. The thing keeps messing up while I'm doing these podcasts. Trust me, if you've ever done a podcast before and you try to make sure you hear yourself clearly by having your headphones on, but then they kind of cut in and out the whole time, real disaster. You got to get your Flatwood Monster squared away and your headphones squared away. So, two brothers, Edward and Fred May, and their friend Tommy Heyer, there's always going to be a Tommy in one of these stories, said they saw a bright object across the sky land on the property of local farmer G. Bailey Fisher. The boys went to the home of Kathleen May, where they told their story. Okay, so they saw a bright object land across the sky. Probably like a street light or something. Firework. I guess it wasn't 4th of July. Apparently it was an alien, according to these guys. Probably somebody just like got a firecracker from Wisconsin, where those things are legal, and shot it up in the air. Anyway, so May, accompanied by the three boys, local children... Neil Nunley and Ronnie Shaver. Now, those are some hillbilly names, if I might say so. And a West Virginia National Guardsman, Eugene Lemon. Sounds like a, uh, what's the word? Uh, A grandfather of Don Lemon, the CNN host guy. Anyway, went to the Fisher Farm in an effort to locate whatever it was that the boys said they had seen. The group reached the top of a hill where Nunley said they saw a pulsing red light. Lemon said he aimed a flashlight in that direction and momentarily saw a tall, man-like figure with a round, red face surrounded by a pointed, hood-like shape. Okay, so what that is, Mr. Lemon, what that is, 
is someone who went to Party City and got a Halloween costume and was wearing it a month early and had a flashlight. That's probably what that is. Because you aimed a flashlight at them and they had a light coming up from them means it was probably another flashlight. I'm just being the skeptic here, folks. I'm not saying I don't believe these people. You know, I'm just being the healthy skeptic, right? Because when you hear about these alien stories, especially from 1952, like this wasn't even on TikTok or, or YouTube or Instagram. How are we supposed to believe anything? There's no footage of this, all right? 69 years ago, mind you. Okay. You know what I gotta do right now? I gotta, I gotta make a headphone switch. I cannot handle these headphones cutting in and out on me. So I'm gonna keep talking, pun intended, name of the podcast. I'm gonna keep talking here while I put these other headphones on, although it is kind of difficult to juggle these two tasks at the same time. But I have two sets of headphones, you know, because when I do guest recordings, I have another set here. Okay, five second pause. Okay, back, back. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got this whole thing kind of messed up. Okay, so here we are. We're back in September 12th, 1952, when these two brothers, Edward and Fred May, and their friend Tommy Heyer, found this Flatwoods monster. It just looks hilarious in the picture. Look it up, Flatwoods monster on Wikipedia. Okay, so then they smelled a pungent mist. Ooh, actually, I skipped a part. Okay, so basically, they think they saw this thing, and then... The figure made a hissing sound, okay? So the guy in the costume made a hissing sound. <laughs> All right, so that's one thing that apparently happened. Let's go back to the list of alleged extraterrestrial beings. Greys. Okay, well, these are, oh, the greys. Also spelled greys, okay, in American English. Gray-skinned humanoids, usually three to four feet tall, hairless, with large heads, black almond-shaped eyes, Nostrils without a nose. Oh, there you go. Nostrils without a nose. That's hilarious. Fosas nasales sin nariz. For those of you who struggle with the word nostrils. <laughs> Slits for mouths. A slit is just like a small opening. No ears and three to four fingers, including thumb. Hmm. Three or four. Not even universally three or four. Just either three or four, depending on how the alien god was feeling when he created him that day. So, greys have been the predominant extraterrestrial beings of alleged alien contact since the 1960s. What? So there's there's apparently a type of aliens that are the predominant alleged one encountered. <laughs> that is pretty wild. I didn't, like, this is much less random than I thought. I mean, maybe that says something. You know, maybe the fact that people actually have stories that are similar to other people's stories and describe the same things makes it seem a bit more credible. Although maybe it is just like a big cult. You know what I mean? Like these people all came together and be like, yeah, okay, okay. This is the alien story we're going to go with. Can't you see, you know, like probably meeting late 1940s, you know, right after World War II, things have calmed down. We've got nothing better to do now. So there's no massive world war happening. So now let's meet in a basement with some important people and figure out how can we spread rumors about aliens and make it seem believable because everyone that claims to see aliens is going to claim to see them from the same, uh, you know, the same type of aliens with their three to four fingers, including thumb. And this podcast, by the way, could definitely be considered misinformation on like two accounts. On the one hand, it could be considered misinformation because if you don't believe in aliens, you could say, well, they're promoting misinformation by talking about Wikipedia's list of alleged alien encounters. And then on the other hand, you could say, this guy is making it sound like these stories which are true are not true, so it's misinformation. So basically, I am alienating 
<laughs> pun intended there, I am alienating everyone on both sides. The alien believers and the non-believers are all going to say that this is misinformation and are not going to like this podcast episode. So let's move on. Okay. So these are the grays. Apparently they've been seen everywhere. Ooh, the Roswell incident. What was the Roswell incident? Oh, so it's 1947. I feel like everything happens near Roswell, New Mexico, right? I mean, I've heard about Roswell, New Mexico for nothing good. I don't think anybody lives there, but these all these there's all these incidents, right? Okay, so the Roswell incident is the 1947 crash of a United States Army Air Force's balloon at a ranch near Roswell, New Mexico, and the subsequent conspiracy theories, dun 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 dun, claiming that the crash involved a flying saucer. Actually, let me Wikipedia flying. I gotta click flying saucer. How do you say that in Spanish? Okay. Well, they, they don't even have it. What? Among the languages available on Wikipedia for flying saucer, they have it in Arabic and they don't have it in Spanish. They got Arabic, French, German, uh, whatever that one is, Indonesia, uh, another Asian one, Portuguese, Urdu. From, they got it in freaking Urdu. Jeez. Nobody on Wikipedia speaks Urdu. Come on. You don't have it in Spanish? How do you say flying saucer in Spanish? I'm not going to Google it because I only got one hand on the thing. But a flying saucer, an object, an alien object, a flying disc, un disco que vuela con los extraterrestres. That is a tough word for me in Spanish. Okay. So we're back to the Roswell incident. All right. And that the truth had been covered up by the United States government. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. So let's see. On July 8th, blah, blah, blah. 1947, not this year, Roswell Army Airfield issued a press release stating that they had recovered a flying disc from a ranch near Roswell. The Army quickly retracted the statement and said instead that the crashed object was a conventional weather balloon. Huh, okay. The Roswell incident did not surface again until the late 1970s. When a retired lieutenant colonel, in an interview with a researcher of unidentified flying objects, alleged that the weather balloon account had been a cover story. Ufologists, God, I love that word. Ufology, I didn't know that was a word. I really did not. You got biology and neurology and astrology and ufology. Ufology is the investigation of unidentified flying objects. Okay. Began promoting a variety of increasingly elaborate conspiracy theories, claiming that one or more alien spacecraft had crash landed and that the extraterrestrial occupants had been recovered by the military, Ooh, which engaged in a cover up. So, really, what this is saying is that based on logical thinking and probabilities, there's probably like a 30 to 40% chance that there's a bunch of aliens at a military base in the United States being interrogated and they've been interrogated for the last 64 years, 74 years. Yeah. 1947. My math's off 74 years. So that's probably what's happening. Anyway, hope they're feeding them well. Okay. So then in the 1994, the United States air force published a report identifying the crashed object as a nuclear test surveillance balloon from Project Mogul. It's always a nuclear test thing, too. Of course, there would be a nuclear test part of this, right? It's probably the Iranian nuclear program back in 1994 created this alien thing back in 1947. Now we've just gone way over the lines. This is the biggest misinformation podcast you've ever heard. Okay, so let's get back to, um, to me actually saying what I find down this rabbit hole rather than making absurd comments 
based on it. So little green men, this is for real. I'm not making this up, this is for real. List of alleged extraterrestrial beings, the little green men, diminutive green humanoids. I love that word humanoids. Humanoids, come on. Even though a few abductions have referred to green skin, no report has ever involved anything that would fit the classic cultural stereotype of little green men. They are included here only for cultural reference. Well, where have they been seen? All right, all right, all right wait a minute. I'm clicking on little green men now. Little green men is the stereotypical portrayal of extraterrestrials as little humanoid-like creatures with green skin and sometimes with antenna on their heads. The term, okay, well, I mean, this just kind of fits the general description, right, of aliens, but when when did anybody see them? Okay. I mean, where, where have people seen these green men? I know we watch them in movies and maybe draw pictures of them, you know, when we're hanging out with our kids and stuff. But for, like, for real, where have people seen these men? Okay, so um, term showed up in earlier contexts, movie gossip columnist. I don't want a movie gossip columnist. I want where did they see them? Where have these green men been? 1923, a serialized romance, current usage, aliens. Okay, well, I don't have the patience to try to read all that, so... Astronomy, dubbed the first discovered. No, no, this is, I mean, Little Green Men seems to be something that just happened, like, is just a movie thing, right? Then there's Nordic aliens. Okay, what are the Nordic aliens? Hmm. The Nordic aliens, in ufology, the Nordic aliens are human extraterrestrials purported to come from the Pleiades. <laughs> Wait a minute, you gotta be kidding me. So they got like, how in the heck do we not even know that aliens exist, yet we got all of these like racial subtypes for them, you know? <laughs> we got like the, the Nordic Scandinavian aliens. We don't even know if these things are for real. Who comes up with this crap? Wikipedia, you are messing with me, man. And they wonder why levels of depression and anxiety and like bipolar disorder are high among young people these days. And I consider myself a young people too because we're reading Wikipedia all day going down these rabbit holes where you got people talking about the Nordic aliens and the Pleiades. We don't hear the Pleiades. We don't even know what. We don't even know if aliens are real yet. We have different subgroup names for them. Okay, the Pleiades also known as the Seven Sisters and Messier 45. Maybe they're related to Lionel Messi. Did he say his first name right? Lionel? I thought it was Lionel. The soccer guy from Argentina. Anyway, is an open star cluster. Oh, okay, so this is the type of stars. Wait a minute. <sighs> Did I read that wrong? Okay, okay, hold on. So you got the Nordic aliens reported to come oh i see so they come from there i thought that the pleiades was like their alien ethnicity <laughs> but it turns out it's the region that they come from and once again where your proof of that is i don't know donde esta la prueba que estos nordic aliens vienen de los pleiades also known as the seven sisters in messier 45 okay so this is a group of stars in the Taurus constellation. You know what's funny is I believe I'm Taurus. I was born on April 20th. Yeah, I want to say I'm Taurus. I'm barely I'm between Arius and Taurus in the zodiac sign thing, right? I'm, I'm like barely, I'm, I'm born on the first day of Taurus for whatever that's worth. And now we're like way deep down in the rabbit hole. This started with Billy Meyer. And now it's talking about whether or not Sean is an Arius or a Taurus and how that affects his life or may or may not. Okay, so apparently these aliens are from the Pleiades, if I'm saying that right. The Pleiades, the Pleiades, the seven sister stars, which are a cluster of stars. How far away are we talking about here? 
Like how far is this cluster of stars from what we know as, as the Earth, right? Wait a minute here. Okay. Now, of course, my headphones are messed up again for like the hundredth time. But we will keep talking, pun intended. And, okay, folklore and mythology. Where is this? Where are these stars? The distance. Okay, the distance to the Pleiades can be used as a key first step to calibrate the cosmic distance ladder. Well, that sounds fun. Sounds like a video game there. Climb the cosmic distance ladder and gain all of the gold coins, or the gold stars would probably be better in this case. As the cluster is relatively close to the Earth, how close are we talking? Because I guarantee you none of us are running there. Its distance should be relatively easy to measure and has been estimated by many methods. Accurate knowledge of the distance allows astronomers to point. How freaking far away is this? Well, I can't figure that out either. Boy, you can go deep in this stuff. Okay, so back, I got to check out a couple more of these alien groups. Well, we got the, oh, here's a fun one. The cryptozoological animals. What? Well, those are animals and plants. Mothman. Oh, Jersey Devil, Loch Ness Monster. Well, these aren't aliens. Like, the Loch Ness Monster is apparently just a thing that was seen in in the Lake Loch Ness or whatever, right? Like, that's is that considered an alien? See, now you got me thinking, okay, well, are, like, all the the reptilian things we see in lakes yeah, aliens too i don't know yeah it even says here reptilians and reptilioids well these aren't even aliens this is like stuff that people these are like other creatures that don't really fit in you know with with human and animal life as we know it on earth they don't fit in any of the categories that we have for animals but i mean it's like bigfoot if you've heard of bigfoot i have no idea how to say bigfoot in spanish sorry but like bigfoot okay we don't know if bigfoot is real or not but that doesn't make bigfoot an alien you know get your stuff together here wikipedia all right well i guess that's kind of is that is that as far as i want to go with this rabbit hole I think so, probably. Hmm. Um, Billy Meyer, huh? I don't know. Some, let me just read the end of his thing here. So his, his photographs and films are claimed by him to show alien spacecraft floating above the Swiss countryside. He calls the alleged spaceships beam ships. Love that. Beam ships. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Now they got a picture. I got to click on this picture. It's a picture, like, literally that he took that apparently, apparently... This has this thing that's like an obvious alien photo, right? That dude, that thing looks like a frisbee with a blue ring around the outside. It's like, it, that doesn't necessarily have to be an alien. Like, he, it's this picture. Okay, there's like a cloudy sky in the background, some farmland, and then a tree. And then there's this thing that looks like a flying saucer. But let's be realistic. I mean, this could be like a frisbee that somebody pushed in to be slanted upwards lightly with like a blue ring around the outside <laughs> does that have to be aliens i mean yeah it like looks big but it could be like four inches in front of his camera while the tree is 200 yards in the background <laughs> like who decided that this has to be an alien i don't know look at that frisbee what's is there is there i'm like trying to zoom in on this frisbee i mean what is it uh, I, I mean i mean i'm sorry not this frisbee this ufo what is there uh like a brand on there, probably like Champion or Spalding or something like that. Who knows what they were using in Switzerland in the 19-whatevers. But anyway, okay. So that's apparently a picture of him seeing a UFO. Like I said, I'm, I believe in aliens. I believe they probably do exist, but this picture doesn't convince me, man. All right. Uh, we got to get loud on here for a podcast. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And you know, the thing is, as I've told you before, talkers, I am recording these in advance. So this podcast is probably going to go out in late October, even though I'm recording on September 30th. Maybe I'll even be lucky enough to have Laura on before that, and we can talk about some of this stuff. And we're going to talk about a lot of different things, but this is one of the things that she would really like to talk about is this, this, this proof that aliens exist. So maybe by the time you hear this recording, I will have talked to her again, and she will have convinced me that aliens are definitely real. And that she's got some real proof, some prueba, some evidencia, not prueba, yeah, prueba, evidencia, right? That these aliens are definitely for real. I don't know. I, and I actually listened to a podcast, not really with Billy Meyer, but that talked about Billy Meyer too. And I wasn't like super convinced by any of it. I'm like, ah, okay, give me some more proof. I don't know. Maybe we should, maybe we should call up this Billy Meyer guy if he's still around and have him on the podcast. All right, talkers, I don't know, that rabbit hole, well, it lasted a long time. It took 28 minutes to go through all of that random crap I just filled your heads with. So anyway, hey, here's the point. It's a fun world in 2021. Pick a topic that interests you and go down the Google and Wikipedia rabbit hole on it. All right, talkers, we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website keeptalking.co 